What's up, drama fam? Welcome back to the Drama Pod. My name is Rachel. And this is Anna. And we're back with another juicy episode. We got to record like 10 episodes this week because Anna leaves uh, Wednesday and it's currently Saturday. 10 so. episodes in the next. We're just going to only keep yes. talking. We're gonna, actually, let us know if you like this idea. A marathon session. <laughs> 26.2 straight hours of us talking and we chop it up into 26 episodes. And we're not allowed to go in with preconceived Ex- topics. Exactly. So it's just 26 hours of us rambling <laughs> and by like, you know, hour 14, we're tired, we're sleepy. That's that when the truth good. comes out. That would be good content. Yeah. Um, I asked Anna to help me come up with topics, and she said that she prefers to solve problems and not think of problems no, 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 to no. solve. I said, I said creativity is the hard part, as you, I'm sure, are aware, because I was alluding to your career, right? And I was like, I like my job because I get to be creative, but I get the problem given to me, and then a creative solution. In other words, she wants <laughs> me to come up with all the topics, and she'll just research after I no, already tell I her. No, I even saying that relate. Whatever. I have a hard time coming up with topics. Yes, because I don't feel like yeah, if there's something I want. Too. You want. I normally just Google something random. Or yeah. Anyways, well, we please submit theme. topics. We need to hit it and make a theme for our show. Then we don't like have to think what of kind topics. of theme. Like like you know sports. People, yeah, like something like that. Not sports, probably, but like <laughs> something along those lines. Because then you have to think less about the topics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, last week I said let's get into the Bachelorettes, and then we immediately changed the topic. <laughs> <laughs> so. We might be one week behind by the time you guys are listening to this, but the episode that we just watched this week was the Paris episode, and... Are we doing spoilers, I guess? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) As the show goes on, Rachel's outfits get worse and worse. It's funny, you guys notice these things, and I, like, do not at all. Yeah, it's... I just... I guess I wasn't paying attention on Clayton's season when Rachel was dressing probably up. probably get as much airtime, too. Yeah, but, like, her outfits, at least compared to Gabby's, are so bad. Even if we take Gabby away, I feel like if Rachel was the only bachelorette, we would still, like, be, like, crapping on her outfits. <laughs> and I think it's a conspiracy theory. I know that historically they dress themselves. Yeah. But well, something's going on here. I thought once you were the bachelorette, they dressed, like, the show dressed you. Oh. I thought I know, like, you get all the free makeup and stuff versus, like, when you're a contestant, you have to do your own but stuff. But I, I, as- I would assume that even though they dress you, you still have a say. They probably present you, like, ten dresses and you get to choose. She's just got that Central Florida look. No one's <laughs> mad about it. I got roasted this week for that, so it's fine. It's so interesting how both of the Bachelorettes are so... I guess we all are. I'm not criticizing them at all. I think it's interesting to point out... <laughs> We're so, like, desperate and, like, insecure. <laughs> it is funny. And especially, like, because they're supposed to be the people in control. And then yeah. now they're not because of the whole duality aspect. And then there's also, also, there's a bunch of, like, brokenness from the episode or season before. So they're, like, going in, like, scared Yeah, they're, too, like, and traumatized. Not- <laughs> they are. Like, that scene where they were at Gabby's group date and they were all boxing each other like the men were fighting oh that was so bad but i'm like do they hype it up though i don't know so it was gabby's group date but rachel was also attending to just watch the fight and then rachel's men also came in to watch the fight and the whole fight rachel is like on the verge of tears because none of her guys are making eye contact with her from across the freaking stadium (laughs) 
So I don't know. I just thought that that was very dramatic, but I can, I've read articles of like bachelorettes spilling details. Oh, you're going in now? You're all in? Um, and they're like, it's such a crazy environment because you don't have your phone. You don't have access to internet. You don't, you can't talk to your family and friends. So you're like in this isolated environment where things get to your head and you think that this is life or death and you just take this whole experience so seriously. So I'm not one to judge, but I just thought it was so... <laughs> Interesting to point out that even though they had the pick between 36 or 45,000 guys, they were still feeling insecure. This is true. Not content and insecure. Human nature. Flawed. All right. Today's vocab word. I chose it. It is ineffable. What do you think it means? Just guessing. Ineffable change. Um, That's the context I've heard it in. It's not moving, immutable, perfect, wholesome. Wrong. Ooh, I don't know. I-N-E-F-F-A-B-L-E. It means incapable of being expressed in words. Ineffable. Okay. So unexplainable, basically. Okay. It's a synonym. I thought that was a good word. It was the word of July 30th. Uh, in contrast, my word was alien. Because it was the word of the day for Wordle. <laughs> That's such an easy word. Yeah, but it's, it's the Wordle day. Ineffable is a good word. I like this one. So yeah. You sick? No, I just have uh, allergies. Hmm. Likely story. Yeah, it's hard to breathe through my nose. It's actually very frustrating, but what can you do? Isn't there medicine for them? <laughs> Isn't that something <laughs> There is, do? but I go through phases like I'll take it for a few oh, months yeah. and then get off and then get back on. Yeah. You know what I Just so I'm not like dependent. hashtag addicted. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Good for you. So uh, what what did you get up to this week? Uh, what did I do this week? We watched The Batch. What that's you- the first thing that's on your mind. Well, that was almost first of what we did. True. Um, mo- Monday, I suppose, we went on a walk. That was delightful. Hung out. Then watched The Batch Tuesday. Stay. I went on a run, I think, on Wednesday. Did we <laughs> play pickleball Wednesday? so boring. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, played yeah, pickleball pickle on Thursday. Ball. You came over to surprise me while I was working. That was nice. Yes. I went to the beach with Christina. Yes. I did not because I was working. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. I'm actually sore from pickleball. Um, like part of my glute, only my right glute. glute, my right glute was sore. I like, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but it's interesting. Yeah. You're not been doing just, legs. No, I, I have been. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I guess I probably just moved weirdly once or yeah, twice. Yeah. You're stepping a lot like on your right foot and planting, I'm yeah. sure while you're playing. Did you go to church? Yeah. I didn't go because I need to balance out my energy levels and I'm going out tonight going to the concert yeah, the weekend concert so i need to i was I about ha- to text you to be like do you want to watch a movie because i didn't really feel like going to being super social but then i was like i haven't been here in so long i probably should go like conviction show my face kind of thing yeah so i almost i, I can't almost go out two out. nights in a row that's not good <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited for that tonight i have no idea what i'm gonna wear i haven't been to a concert since high school i'll probably wear <laughs> wait some... what was the last concert you went to um i think it was like cascade wow yeah okay i don't even know what that is <laughs> it's like an electronic an electronic electronic music like edm yeah i learned something new today <laughs> i didn't know that okay um <laughs> so, this is a fun story we hop on the catamaran last weekend right and there's like a little person who's our tour guide like the person who's to control the boat right so it's six of us the captain the, yeah the captain and she's the only person on there directing it and she's like, there's speakers, you can hook up music, whatever you want, kind of thing. So I was like, being nice, trying to get, like, we're going to be on the boat with her for an hour and a half, so I want to befriend her. So I was like, oh, what type of music do you like to listen to? And she's like, EDM. And I was like, sweet, we'll cue some up. And she's like, I'm <laughs> kidding. And I was like, thank goodness. That is not the vibe for a catamaran day. It would have been interesting. 
So. Did you get sick on the catamaran? I would die. I didn't. I'm very thankful I don't get seasick or car sick or anything. I freaking love the catamaran. I could live my entire life on that thing. Wow. I was, you can ask them. I was having like I'll a, ask them. a third I'll send world. them an email. But no, I was, I was thoroughly enjoying it. Do you, are you the type of person who can read while driving? Or like as a passenger? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I cannot. I can't even look at my phone for more than like 10 seconds. Otherwise, I vomit. It's probably also why you did not like driving in North Carolina. I mean, I don't yes. like driving in North Carolina too because it's a lot no matter what, but I can at least not die. Luckily, I was in the front seat the whole time because yeah. we took AJ's car. So I got like the priority to be in the front seat. Yeah. And I would have died if I was in the back seat with all those turns and twists. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Well, today's episode is about summer realizations. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes, just last night. <laughs> last night I was cleaning my teeth and I <laughs> I pulled out a little pepper from my hole okay. where my wisdom teeth yeah. was. That's not good. It's so I annoying. Told you not eat the seeds. <laughs> no, it was a little pepper. Pepper's a seed. No, like a red pepper. That's literally a seed. No. Like what an entire little red pepper bell. A bell pepper. <laughs> what? A piece of it? A meat? little piece of a bell pepper okay. was stuck in the hole. And I pulled it out with like a, a floss thing and a, like a toothpick floss thing. Yeah, I'm following. And I was traumatized. Now I'm paranoid that there's other stuff in there. I try every night to get stuff out. I feel like you need to swish. But then it starts bleeding. I do after every meal multiple times. So it's probably fine. Yeah. I you, will, you will feel the pain if there's something in there. So don't worry. It's not like going to sit there and not No, it's bad. normally like a crumb or like something small, like a small pepper. I know, but I'm saying like over time, it'll hurt. So like if what something's in there, you'll feel it. But like, what like are you worried when about? It gets cl- when it gets closed, closed up, it'll get infected if it's in there and it doesn't get out. Oh, I'm, I know that. But like how long are these holes going to be there? Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, Do mine are not, there now. So. How long did it take you? Well, it was about 10 years ago, so I have no idea. <laughs> Gosh. I don't remember being worried. 15. 16, yeah. Jeez. I don't remember worrying about holes, so I don't know. <sighs> FML. I'm sorry. Okay, going back to... <laughs> I don't know why anyone listens to any of this. <laughs> I feel like I have more life updates, but I maybe I don't. Well, you can, you can talk about them when you realize things. Okay, when I realize them, I'll mention them. Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is about summer realizations. As summer slowly comes to an end, RIP for those of you who don't live in Florida. RIP for those who don't live in Florida. Yeah, because here's like endless, <laughs> endless summer. That's you know? true. Yeah. Although, even though we live in Florida, mm-hmm. summertime is always more fun. I don't know why. I think it's probably because people are coming to visit and like yeah. people are doing things. I'm more likely to go to the beach in the summer versus in October. That's you know, true. Even though. It's the same weather. Well, it's a little so, cooler, but it's I get a little. It, it's a little less. Yeah, if you want like a hot beach day, summer. Yeah, and you get a tan faster if that's what you want. Yeah, but I'm so careful about my skin and getting. You know, touched. when I went to the beach with Christina, I put for the first time. Oh boy, I put SPF 50 on my entire body, not just on my face. Because normally I'll do like SPF 15 and get a little bit of a tan on my body. So why the change of heart? I'm getting older. Um, and I'm realizing that summer realization, summer realization that, um, tanning is not good. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm working with my mom now and I'm just around skin cancer all the time. I'm like, oof, I don't know. And I'm around like people who are sun damaged, which we all are, but people who are sun damaged and who are trying to correct it, like in their fifties. And I'm like, oof, like 
freckles on the chest and sun damage on the thighs. Like, I'm like, wow, I'm not even thinking about that. But yeah, so that's one of my summer realizations. Um, In contrast to that point, one of my realizations was it's kind of refreshing to not be around people who always think about it because wow. I kind of enjoyed that a little bit when I was like going outside and not everyone was freaking out about wearing hats and sunscreen and they were just enjoying the sun and I was like well I don't think this is nice correct me if I'm wrong I don't think I'm one of those people who freak out uh no you're not the most extreme but you are more extreme than someone who like knows nothing not that people don't know anything but some people just don't care yeah I yeah correct you were not you are not the most pressing of it. Yes. <laughs> I will give you that. Yeah. That's it. Done. Episode done. <laughs> All right. Do you want to like alternate? I'll say one. You say one. Yeah. Was that one of them? Did you already go? I just made okay. that up on the spot. That's impromptu okay. Okay. realization. So you can go first. I okay. feel like you have more than me. So I have three main ones. I, have, I also have three main ones. Whoa. Same wavelength. <laughs> I'm just going to preface this. Uh-oh. I'm reading what I wrote. The... Uh, <laughs> Not all of these things are things I necessarily realized this summer, but things that I appreciated. That makes sense. Yes. Okay, cool. And then also, I'm also framing most of my quote unquote summer as my time where I was gone. So most of this is centered around like things I appreciated while I was gone. Okay. Okay. So the one main overarching point I would say is that I just became and have tried to be, but definitely was very grateful during the last month and a half largely because I'm a very independent human, usually, and I had to be very dependent while not having a car at home or anything to my name for the last like month and a half. So Mm -hmm. I just was very grateful for A, the people who all let me live with them, because that was super nice. And all the random people who were like, I have a place here you can stay at, because that's also super nice. And Mm -hmm. then just like, oh, let me, uh, yeah, sure, crash here for a couple of days. So that was really cool to have people just let me go into their life without really even having to ask. Like, it was just like something that was assumed. So that's point number one. Grateful I wrote the generosity of my friends and family. Is this all in the same one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wrote a time to give to others because I said, especially after the last two years, I feel like it was very self-centered of like trying to do school, figure out my life, la da 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 But it's kind of ironic too because I was taking a lot during the last month and a half, which is why I was grateful. But I also like- Just a leech. Yeah, exactly. I did feel like a leech, which I don't enjoy, but I also was like trying to be helpful in ways when I was like with people if I could have kind of thing. And then in contrast, grateful for the, like I spend a lot of time with my family, but there's some people in my family that I don't see that often in general. And I got to spend like a lot of time with people that I haven't seen in a while. I was really grateful for that because I got to see a lot of my new family members, like babies, and then also like my grandparents. So like both ends of the spectrum that I just like hadn't seen a ton of in the last two years yeah so grateful i think i hit most of my points that's nice oh and the this is like a also grateful for this sorry <laughs> there's okay. a lot i really enjoy it's funny when i go places people are like it's weird or like do you do you feel bad that you have to work and then like we only get to hang out at night or whatever versus like taking a i guess proper vacation or whatever but i love it I mean, obviously I like vacation and like having no time, but I also really like seeing people naturally. Like, I think that's one of the coolest things is when I get to meet my friends, friends, or like go to their church or just see what they do on a Wednesday night after work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some of it changes when someone comes into town or whatever, but that is like fascinating. So to me. not like a curated vacation where yeah. I, every activity is fun and abnormal. Yeah, I don't really like that in general. Like, that's not, I, I don't enjoy that. Like, if I'm going to go somewhere to traveling, I'd rather just like be a local which i think like everyone do likes to do day-to-day but, activities yeah and see what people do in their real lives exactly because that's like the cool thing about someone like 
Very cool. So do people have like vastly different morning routines and night routines that you've seen? Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting because I lived with like the, I started off with my brother who was married and his wife. So that was, and I've lived with them a couple of times already this year for extended periods of time too. So we get along very well. So it's very normal and natural, but that's obviously going to be different than when I was with my sister and her three other roommates kind of thing. So there's like roommate vibe versus them vibe. And like, that's obviously very different than when I'm with two infants and newborns and with like my cousins kind of thing. Like that's a whole different world that you're like, whoa, this is very different. So what's your favorite, Oh, like from those three that you just yeah. described, married life, roommate life, newborn life, if you could be in any of those right now, which one would I you mean, choose? I resonate most with the roommate life and that yeah. is the most fun to me because it's the most, I mean, it's also the most, exactly. Yeah. It is like the most fun because you have the most freedom to an extent. No like you responsibilities. You can just do whatever you, want, yeah. whatever you want. So that's fun. But also like, I don't like, it's really cool to be with a kid all the time too. Like that's, especially cause it's like finite for me. Like, right. I get to enjoy yeah. it for a week and have fun and then leave. Give it back. <laughs> and, but also the marriage is really cool too. Cause it's very routine and structured and I like love that. And I get to see how they do their marriage, which is really cool to see. Yeah, I think you're in a unique situation where you've been able to spend time with so many different marriage or married couples. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like even me, even though you've never lived here, like you've been around us enough to see like the vibe of our marriage and the vibe of Chelsea's marriage, the vibe of your brother's marriage. So you've seen like last weekend was like three of those people I was with were married and it's very different than like all of them are so different i feel like i'm like get to explore this world like wow they all look very different i get to see it which is something i don't think you'd get to necessarily have if you got younger too exactly and you can kind of see like what you like what you don't like what would be ideal take notes make Um, your pro and con list yeah exactly very cool my first one which is pretty obvious is that cooking is very (laughs) uh i'll be talking about cooking for the next year or so (laughs) cooking is very rewarding and is worth the effort. Okay. Basically anything, my idea here is that anything is worth the effort. So effort. Anything is worth the effort. That's one of the realizations? Yeah. Okay. Well, not anything, but like most things are worth the effort. Okay. Like effort is good, is rewarding, is valuable. For example, when you came home to your home here in South Florida, where you permanently reside and will reside, <laughs> manifesting it (laughs) (laughs) i had already done my exercise and showered for that day so me going on a walk but you you chose to though no it was my idea it was my idea it was yeah i was like you know what i'm not gonna let the fact that i already showered take away this experience for me wow that means a lot yeah and it's it's something that I'm trying to do for not only other people, because that's easier for me. Like I would do it for you or anyone if it was important to that person, but I want to do it for me as well. Like okay. I want to get to the point where I'm not just doing it. Well, I think I am at the point where I'm not just doing it for the vlog. I'm not just doing it for other people. I'm doing it for me. Okay. Like yeah. before I used to be at a point with exercise where I would do it for the vlog. Yeah. And I would do it so that I didn't appear lazy and you know what I mean? Yeah. But now I'm at the point where I would prefer not to film it because it's annoying to have to film. Now that I'm exercising like almost mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to film it today. Like, I just want to exercise in peace without people seeing it, without having to change the camera angle and all this stuff. So I feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm realizing that effort is satisfying. And more recently with cooking, I feel like I've kind of conquered for the most part the exercise 
part. And now it's like, even though it's only been two weeks of me cooking, I'm like, wow, this is so rewarding and effort is good. And just doing things in general and not being lazy is fun. So I think you've made a huge leap in terms of going from like extrinsic motivation, the vlog essentially, to like intrinsic where you're like, I just want to do this because I want to do it. Yeah. Which is Whether people see me and praise me for it or not. Careful, you might become a little antisocial person like me in terms of posting things and you just might be like, I don't think it's fine. I'll keep it all to myself. I don't think I'm at risk for that. (laughs) (laughs) I still care a lot about my vlog. Yeah. I just, the motivation is different, which is good. It's like, you would do it if the vlog ended. And even with my smoothies, I'm on a smoothie kick. Like before it was such a drag to get the blender out, get the fruit. Like I was so lazy and I don't know why, because it's not that hard, but in my mind I put up these walls and I'm like, I think it's hard, but it's not like, it's so easy. Now I make a smoothie like once or twice a day. You I have, take the I blender out. Like in a world of, of you that like you have created of this, like what I can and cannot do yeah. and what I can and not capable of and yeah. i think now you're just like oh i actually can and yeah. then, like it's tearing down the wall you know what i mean yeah. walls plural whatever i was always like i'm not good at cooking it's this idea of like if you think you can't do something you hate on it yeah well it's like a defense like, mechanism yeah i would be like oh cooking is stupid like who cooks every day like that's so extra but now that i feel confident and capable to do it i appreciate it yeah yeah this is true this is why i don't like dressing up because i don't feel comfortable doing it so i just hate on it because i'm like i hate doing it maybe that'll be your next goal i don't like it though (laughs) so (laughs) i also don't enjoy it but maybe i don't enjoy it because i'm not good at it it's definitely that maybe yeah okay so oh i have some quotes okay can i also ask a question when you're done yes you can ask it now so you don't forget what is what has been your favorite thing to cook like what's the go-to and also like to me i would get a baseline of like here's my five go-to recipes because that's kind of also how i remember growing up in terms of like rotating through a couple things and eating leftovers but do you have to because i feel like it's a lot if you're thinking you gotta do something new and try something new every single time like definitely try something new while you're building the arsenal like stuff so i do already i already had those recipes before this period of time that i'm cooking because i had to provide food like aj and i have these recipes that we like the one that we go to most often is salmon on the cast iron with white rice and a vegetable and like a lemon butter sauce okay yeah super easy super fun super tasty yeah healthy um another one would be tacos ground beef tortillas cheese tomatoes you know so easy so good so easy see that's new so easy that's true you know the other day i was chopping up tomatoes and onions for my (laughs) homemade pico okay and i realized in that moment that two months ago i would have thought that cutting up tomatoes and making tomato cilantro onion mixture was a lot of work and now I'm like, this recipe is so easy. There are some times that I wonder how you survive. I know. <laughs> like, I know. It was a bad mental space. It was a, I was trapped in this box that I created. What do you think has caused, is there one thing, I'm sure it's multiple things, this uh, illumination? <laughs> I want to know. Like, like it's, what? What's like, the question? It, like, how did you, like, what has caused it, I guess? Well, I think I said this in my video, and I know you watch all my videos because you comment 
True. support every time. When I realized that if God were to bless me with a child now, I wouldn't be ready in terms of feeling confident to cook and provide nutrition and so the perspective change, I guess. Yeah, perspective okay. change of I want something so badly, but I'm not doing anything to prepare for it. And now, even though that was my motivation, now even if I'm not blessed with a child in the next year, who who knows, I'm still enjoying doing it for me and AJ, just us. So, because it used to be hard. I get the motivation to now why you want to learn. But I think there's a different of terms of like, it used to be hard and now it's easy. Like that's different than- Well, I think just pushing myself to do it consistently is what changes the mindset. Because we adapt, and this is one of my other ones that I'll get into more later, but we adapt to any situation. Yeah. So- Okay. Yeah. Like we can touch on that later, but I talked enough. It's your turn. Um, Okay. The second point is trusting. That goes into um, like kind of what I said earlier about being independent and then I just wasn't. And I kind of left being like, I only really know what I'm doing for the next 14 days and then I don't really know what's going on after that. And I'm a very planned person. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good thing in terms of this is something I was not capable to do. Can I ask a question? Yeah. You mean trusting God or trusting people or both? Both. Trusting that there is a plan and that it'll all work out, but part of that is trusting in people. Yeah. I mean, that is trusting in people, but also, like, I trust in God to provide the people. So, yeah, both. And so that was odd, I will say, because, and it's also confusing because everyone's thought I've been insane and I probably have been insane in terms of, like, my logistics of my life in the last month and a half. So, like, you know, went on the planned part of vacation. That was easy because that was planned. And even while I was there, it was like, well, what are you doing next? Da, 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 da. And I truly didn't know what I was doing until, like, the day before for a lot of this stuff. So, like, the day before my entire family left North Carolina, when I before I went to Sugar Top, I was like, I don't know, I might stay in Airbnb, la, la, la. I was trying to figure it out. I had to trust that Chelsea could pull the logistics through. So let me explain, because I don't think they know. So you were on vacation with your family on a certain mountain in North yeah. Carolina, and then we were coming up the next week, but there was like a four or five day gap yeah, so where she didn't know where she was going to stay. So she ended up staying at Chelsea's parents' apartment, which is where we stayed before we got there. But you stayed there for four days because it's at the top of a mountain. It's you didn't have a car. Mountain. So my sister literally dropped me off Tuesday morning when the, my whole family left. And then I had groceries that I got on Monday night with my family that I brought up there. And then was at the top of the mountain for four days. And you didn't leave. <laughs> didn't leave. Because you I, didn't have a car. Because I was working. Exactly. If I had all day, I would have walked down and walked back up. It was like two and a half miles. Two and a half miles. It was like really hard on the mountain. On the, like get down. Sure. I can get down in like 30 minutes. Getting up though, it could be like an hour and a half. So in terms of light that I had left after work hours, I didn't have enough time to come yes. and make it down, eat dinner, come back up. So she was alone for four days. Was yes. that like one of those moments where you were like, what am I doing? <laughs> the only time, I think I said this last episode, I can't remember, but that I was like, I was kind of, everyone kind of asked me like before I left too, they're like, how do you feel? Are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. It hasn't hit me yet. Like I was very survival in terms of getting out of my apartment in time. That was like freaking me out. So that was priority number one. And then I was like, I'm sure it'll hit when I'm on vacation because I'll have time to think and all that stuff. And then it didn't. And then I remember that first night after work, I was like, holy crap, I'm just sitting here at the top of the mountain and not like this is wild. Yeah. Um, I had a good conversation with a friend of mine and it like helped a lot, which was actually shocking too. Not that, but like the, just the way the conversation happened. So that was good. And then I was kind of over it and you adapted. Yeah. Well then I was like, I'm here. So, cause I was kind of like, I should have gone home to Lakeland. Like what am I doing? That was an easy ride home. Like, blah, 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 blah. but I wanted to stay up cause I wanted, well at this point you guys are thinking of coming anyways. <laughs> so trusting that 
there's a plan and that everything will be okay. I guess, yeah. I just used to have to be that person who had to have everything planned. And I still like to have things planned, but it's also really good to not have things planned sometimes and just be out of your comfort zone and just be thrown into it. And and like, this is what's going to happen. I forgot to read my quotes from the first point, so I'm going to read them. It's quotes about putting in effort and stuff like that. The first one, I don't know who said it, but it's all things are difficult before they are easy, which applies to anything. So if you push through that difficult phase, they will become easy, like cooking, working out, whatever it is. Um, The next one is from Robert Colley. Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. It's all the small things. It's those small habits. It's the short runs adding up to the long runs. It's like those people you see who lose 50 pounds just by walking a mile a day. Like they're not doing anything outrageous, but it's the consistent small effort that adds up. I think it's not flashy. No one likes to do it. This is like, this could be the theme of our podcast. Actually, I feel like we talk about it every single time. It's like set achievable goals that you can maintain. The next one by Dennis Waitley. The results you achieve will be in direct proportion to the effort you apply. Internally, at least. Maybe not extrinsically. Like Yes. But yeah. Like, like you, you could, might not yeah. become the CEO of your company, yeah. but what are results? Like results yeah. aren't always what you're titled by the outside. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And lastly, people pretend to not like grapes when the vines are too high for them to reach. That's exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. Of your, yeah, yeah. By Marguerite de Navarre. We love Marguerite. So if I can't reach those grapes, I'm going to say those grapes are stupid. And everyone does it. Yeah. Like, this is like, yeah, it's the easiest way rather than acknowledging that you can't do it or don't want to do it. Yeah. Okay. My next realization is that I am in an in-between or limbo season of life and it's weird. Tell me about it. <laughs> but the key is to not see it as an in-between. Okay. So I'm in between, and again, this is what I've created in my mind. This is not necessarily facts. This is like the box that I'm putting myself in right now. Okay. I'm in between the season of life of being just a married girl working, doesn't have a kid, (laughs) to I'm in between that and in between being a mom and like starting that phase of my life. So, and I feel like I'm on the horizon. I guess it's because we just started trying to make that happen. I don't know how to act. I'm like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose is right now. I feel like I'm just waiting for this next thing to happen. Okay. But that is the box that I put myself in. So the key is to not see it that way and to see this limbo season of life as just a regular season of life. Like I don't need to label it. I don't need to, yeah, just label it, you know? Yeah. And then AJ's also, I think it's weird because we're both kind of in the season. Like AJ's in between his previous career working for my dad and his future career, which is uh, software, whatever, (laughs) computer stuff. So it's weird. Like we're both kind of feeling like we're both not fully where we want to be, but not where we were. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's just weird. It's a weird feeling. I think you guys are in an interesting spot because I feel like most people really enjoy almost idolize the years of being married before kids, which is like fine because those are like some of the most Mm -hmm. fun years probably of your life because you have excess money and time and you're married and can do whatever you want, like go travel, whatever. Yeah. And then you guys are like trying so hard to get out of your old situations that you just knew you didn't like. Yeah. And then you did that. And now you're like, what do I do now? 
and that's like a unique spot to be in yeah but i like what you said though in terms of at least what i do and if i'm in the situations i'm like i go to the baseline not like what makes me me but like what can i do that is anywhere or every day kind of thing yeah Um, yeah and i'm trying to see like the positive of oh let's pick up and go on a cruise let's pick up and go here I'm trying to like enjoy those moments and I do, I genuinely do like I'm not sad or upset. Yeah. It's just like this weird feeling of something might happen tomorrow. Yeah. That changes everything. everything. Yeah, and I'm sure you feel the same way being in your it, it is nomadic. very similar like I mean similar but different but you know the parallels are there. Yeah. Of, like yeah, I'm like you I should enjoy <laughs> the fun cool things of like I get to travel, I get to be remote, la da da, but it's like I just want routine, I just want this, I just want that. But You're like, literally in between your old apartment exa- and your new apartment, <laughs> wherever that is. I am in the ether for sure. Of yeah. Nowhere. Uh, yeah. Which I like hate. So <laughs> Yeah. But at the same time There's like, like good, it's good, good I can and bad. Spend more time with people this way that I wouldn't have done, I suppose. Yeah. So I found this article on medium.com and it just gives like a quick summary or like quick points of things you can do when you feel like you're in limbo. The first one is to socialize with people, obviously, because people are great distractors and they can kind of pull you out of your thoughts and your overthinking process. Yes. Because distracting is an interesting word there. I mean, true, but like they also serve a purpose. Make you realize that there's more to life. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, The next one is take a break. And acknowledge that there's nothing you can do. So just chill out. Come to terms. Take a break from worrying. Number three, be productive in completely different ways. So for example, you'll always need to eat. So while you have the time, cut loose and make a hundred lasagnas. Or just like focus (laughs) focus completely on something different. Like find a hobby and do something that is completely unrelated to what you're worrying about. Number four, have boundaries. Decide when you will allow yourself to pick up this worry again in two months, in two days. So basically don't worry about this thing every single day. Yeah. Schedule times to worry about it and when, say one of your times. Yeah. Uh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a moment of the day? So it's only one time uh, of the day? Constantly. No, I just I'm found this article. I just found this article this morning. So. so you're realizing this right now? So yeah. Okay. Trust yourself or others or God. Trust that when the time comes to put in all your energy, you will bring to the table what is needed. So I guess for me, I, I don't want to go to the extreme with cooking and feel like if I can't cook 10 gourmet meals, I won't be able to have a kid. Like I don't want to go to that extreme. True. I'll trust that whenever something happens, God will give me what I need to complete the task. Is or, this the adaptation point? No, then that's the next one. Oh, so yeah. I take it back. <laughs> so yeah, that's my second point. I agree. I just am interested to be like, like it's pretty obvious we're both in a very lim- limbonic, limbatic, limbatic state. <laughs> But I'm sure even after I find a place to live and you have a kid, it'll be something else. That's yeah, yeah. Like, I had like lingering. a fourth point, but I won't talk about it because I feel like we talked about it all the time before, <laughs> is that human suffering is constant. Like, yeah. We will always be Yeah, like the upset. lack of contentment yeah. is pervasive. Um, okay, the last point. The ability to ask for help, which is something I don't, I'm not good at doing. And Really? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if that was ironic. It was. Okay. It's actually funny. I was talking to Tessa, who just texted me saying she was excited that she got a shout out last shout out. week. Um, but I explicitly told her that I'm not good at asking for help because she explicitly told me and I was like, it's okay. You can ask me because 
I'm also bad. So it was like this very like, come like I already knew that about her at least and myself, but I guess I just never vocalized it. So it was just nice to be like, oh, you can just say what you want to because we're both like weird like this and just cannot ask for help. Which is weird because you always like to help others. Yes, I, I I would love, I wish every day I could just help people and never have to be A servant's helped. heart. I, I don't think it's like that. I think it's like some weird internal mechanism of like, I mean, I get joy out of it. So like, it's not... Yeah, like but it's like you're proving your value to exactly. other people. So, which can be wrong. Yeah, I'm really bad at asking for help, and I'm really bad at it. So did you improve on that? I kind of had to for a lot of stuff. Like, I, I think that's why I like to be low-maintenance, because then you never have to ask for help for anything. But then, like, even the easy things for me, like running, which is something that I do when I'm in my limbo state of, like, this is something I can maintain. I can't maintain when I'm on the top of the mountain, because yeah. I can't run down it without asking someone for help for a ride up. And then I feel mm-hmm. bad making them go pick me up, but it's something I really want to do. Like, uh, they don't care. They literally don't care to do it, yep. but I'm not going to ask. And RIP. Exactly. So I just had to get used to like, I mean, not having a car is really humbling. So like for yeah. the last month and a half of like literally every single thing you have to ask or like hop on a ride with someone else kind of thing. It's like, it was very difficult, but very good. I yeah. would say a challenging experience. Yes. I don't know if I got better at it. But that's just where I'm at with it, I will say. If, if anything, you realize that it's not that big of a deal to ask for help. Yeah, but I still won't do it. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to do all the stuff I need to. And then if I'm at, like, my wits and breaking point, <laughs> then I will, like, ask maybe oh my if gosh. I need to kind of thing. So yeah. that's... Well, I'll be sure to ask you if you need help more often. <laughs> Even if you did, though, I don't think I would, like, necessarily be truthful in my response. Yeah. I wish I were. And maybe I will. I don't know. But huh. Interesting. Is that that's that's the okay. last plan. That's all I've learned. Period. <laughs> <laughs> My last realization is that we adjust to everything in life. Our time gets filled one way or another, so we need to keep an eye on what we spend our time on, especially when we are in seasons of having extra time. That was a big run-on sentence. <laughs> but as I find myself in this season of working, I don't know, 60% less hours than I'm used to, my day gets filled with things and I need to be careful with what they get filled with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I went through this weird adjustment period, as I've documented online, <laughs> of feeling really weird having all this time. And I didn't, at that point, I hadn't filled it with anything. Or like things didn't come to fill it. Yeah. Because sometimes it's out of my choice. Like I just allow things to fill it. I don't like intentionally. I don't know. I'm getting too detailed. But I feel like I'm past that adjustment phase of it feeling really strange. And now I'm vibing. I'm chilling. Doing my thing. But what I've realized is activities stretch to fill time. So before I would have unloaded the dishwasher in two minutes before I left for work. Now I frolic around. I enjoy take it. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I go on my phone in between doing the top rack and the bottom rack or like activities stretch to fill time and that's natural. But the question is, is that always good? Like, should I have more boundaries in place to where I shouldn't be taking 15 minutes to unload the dishwasher? It should only take me at most five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess so, it depends on what you want to fill your time with. Like, yeah. I don't think it's bad to loosen up. But if you want to fill your time with other stuff, then... So, like, instead of scrolling through my phone for X amount more than I used to, should I be reading? Should I be working more? Or should I be making more TikToks? Like, I'm still, like, navigating that. 
but I'm happy that I'm out of the part where it's really weird and depressing to not have something to do. Did you feel guilty? Yes. I, yes, the, and I still kind of do. It doesn't really go away. I will say like I, from after finishing school, I felt really guilty for a while. Like really happy, obviously. For like very doing school after work. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, I can enjoy joy my evening are you sure like it's sunday <laughs> afternoon like i'm not thinking yes. about like this homework problem while i'm running and needing to go to this meeting at two o'clock kind of thing or whatever and then you feel lazy yep. and then you're like i don't know what this is yep and then you want to be intentional so that you're not just filling it with nothing yep. and like i think some degree of nothing is great because it was a very stressful two years and it's great to be done yeah but at the same time i'm like i, I want to be filling it with good things too like before I would never be able to take a Sunday off or like my Sabbath. I would never be able to not edit on a Sunday or not film a vlog on a Sunday. Like I had to because I had such limited time. This was even back when I was working eight to five, not even eight to three. For those of you who are listening for a long time, I had to, and the word had is like fake, it's fake, but I felt like I had to work on Sunday to maintain my posting schedule. And now I'm at the point where I could take a Sunday off, but I still feel guilty. Yeah. Even though God commands us to do that. I think that's one of the hardest things about Sabbath because it's like, it's so, it's easy when you have time, but it's hard because when you were going from something before, and even like you said, like the had to is not real, but it's hard because you're like, that, that, that I think is like the demonic side of the Well, I, the I West. felt like I had to, to get to this point where I could not. Exactly. But then I'm like, but really trusting in God is not, yeah. doing, is doing the whole time. But I mean, that's like yeah. way easier said than done, but I, that is like the struggle. And then you're like, well, I can't control the fact that I have a, like, I didn't plan this meeting on Sunday afternoon, my school members, whatever did, and I can't say no to them kind of thing. You're like, that's fine. I'll just do a little bit of homework. Yeah. Whatever. The funk. How do you get out of your funk? I'm just kidding. Almost, a, it's almost ineffable. This whole time it's been ineffable. This entire podcast, we should just not post it, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, do you have any, uh, is, that, is that all your uh, closing your mind? your stuff? I just, I think it's funny because I'm like, people are going to listen to this the five people who we've mentioned out loud who actually were and care about us will be like wow good episode everyone else will be like what is going on with these people's lives <laughs> like why are we listening why do we care so yeah i hope you enjoyed these summer summer vibes yeah we still have a month two months left of summer one month well technically but a lot of people start school like yeah. this week or whatever next week r.i.p yeah, don't miss that, though, I will say. Oh, me neither. This constant switch. Me neither. The worst part about school is that you can't shut it off. You're oh, that's, always thinking. Yes. And that's also, similarly to being a content creator, uh-huh. you can never shut it off. Well, yeah. Like, uh, another reason why like, I like my to-do <laughs> list job. Because <laughs> then I get it done, and I'm done thinking about it, and lots of breaks. But yeah. Yeah. You're, like, having to look at I'm like, calm I'm drinking things. water right now. Should I be filming this? <laughs> Should I make a reel about this? I'm making a smoothie right now. Should I tell them what's in it? See, I would absolutely hate that. Like, hate it. I think I'm glad there's people out there who enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sacrifice that we make. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Make sure to give us a five-star review. At least. Leave a written review. If you're feeling generous, you can send us an email. Smallamountofdrama at gmail.com. Ask us for life advice. We have so much wisdom that we want to share with you. Yep. (laughs) 
and send us some topic ideas uh message us on instagram or whatever yeah do our job for us please yeah or write um, job i don't get paid yet send appreciation emails for anna so that she realizes how <laughs> appreciated she is so she doesn't ghost the podcast again oh and <laughs> we'll see you next time bye <laughs> <laughs>